Hello, and welcome to ASUG Talks, a podcast series featuring candid career conversations with ASUG members who lead or work on SAP teams across the United States and Canada. My name is Jim Lichtenwalter. I'm the ASUG Content Manager and your ASUG Talks host. In this episode, I'm joined by Matthew Harmon. Matthew is a Solution Manager Leader for SAP S4HANA Cloud at WL Gore & Associates. Matthew, thank you so much for joining me. Jim, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Why don't you just go ahead and start off and tell us a little bit about how you broke into the IT world? Sure, it's a, a, a rather sorted, sorted tale, but I can uh, I'll definitely give you the the history there. So, um, actually, all the way back to when I graduated high school. Actually, I didn't I didn't really know what I wanted to be when I grew up. So, um, I ended up going into uh, retail actually for a number of years. Um, worked at a few different retail retail stores. Um, actually, in the electronics uh, electronics departments, uh, selling retail or selling electronics. And um, as I, I worked through that, I was uh, I was actually approached by somebody who who was actually our Bose rep at the time. Uh, his name is Gary DeLeo. Uh, came to me and said, "Hey, you know, I think you might be really good from a technical support perspective um, working for Bose." So I was I, I lived in Connecticut at the time, so Bose wasn't that far away. You know, so I thought about it and I said, "You know, it sounded interesting." Um, so I applied and and you know was was hired. Uh, through Bose from a technical support perspective, um, which actually is where I, I got into SAP at the time, actually. So they were an SAP shop, was an SAP user, you know, sales and, and distribution um, was, was where I, I got into, into SAP. Um, but as I, as I worked through and worked at Bose, um, I really started to find my passion, which was, which was in, in project management. Um, so I went back, decided to go back to school, uh, got my degree, uh, got my cert, uh, certification in, in project management, got my PMP, and that's when a, an opportunity came up to, to move into IT. Um, so again, being within SAP, you know, there was a great opportunity to move in, into IT into like a, a change manager type role um, is, is kind of where I, I broke in. So um, so that's where I, I started um, and kind of the rest is the, the history from there, as, as they say. What, what did you get your degree in, uh, your undergrad degree? Sure, it was in uh, uh, business administration with a focus in project management. So, so it was really within that vein. Um, you know, worked worked through, like I said, my degree there. Got my PMP. Um, you know, so I was I was certified that way. So that was kind of the catalyst into into all of it. You said that you began first began using your SAP solutions when you were at Bose. Can you walk me through sort of what was your your gateway experience to SAP? What were you first using? Yeah, so so Bose was going from from four seven to five zero at the time. Um, so um, so it was a, it was an upgrade for them, and also um, going to a single global instance, right? Which was which was interesting. So taking those regional SAP systems and collapsing down into a single a single global instance. Um, so really, um, you know, kind of learning from a business process perspective, you know, going from a, a regional you know level to a global level. But that's when I became exposed to SAP Solution Manager, um, which is the, the area that I'm that I'm most passionate about, and the area that I work in, uh, that I worked in at Bose and, and currently work in. But um, because really, what it it brought together was the world of SAP and project management, right? So it was really a way to help project teams and enable project teams to deliver um, better, faster, stronger, right? So so in terms of um, you know bringing that forward and, and enabling project teams to, to really deliver at the end of the day. Right. That was the, that was really where I, I found my passion. 
you said SAP Solution Manager is, I guess, the solution that you're most passionate about. Why is that? Is that just because you have a special affinity toward the solution or just because you've been using it the longest? I, well, a little of both, I think, right? So, um, <laughs> so I think, you know, again, with Solution Manager, it has it has so many different areas to to really, that, that it can offer in terms of enabling the organization, right? So anything from, you know, process management, process documentation, um, you know, change management, release management, test management, business process operations. You know, one of the things, you know, I, I often look back on in terms of my career is, is again, with that, with that project I worked on at Bose, when we went live, we, we needed to start measuring the, the progress of the system, right? The KPIs in the system, right? And we, we leveraged, you know, an, an SAP framework to identify what are the business processes and we identified process owners. But then, you know, when projects would go live, we'd go in and we'd we'd use manual, you know, effort to to count sales orders or to count deliveries or to count invoice, right? To and and each day, you know, mark a red, yellow, green, right? Or do we have it, you know, had all had all of our invoices cleared or have all of our orders shipped or have they all billed, for example? And and I, I honestly I took a lot away from that, right? It was a it was a great experience. You know, I had a great manager at the time who really who really got that and understood that. But fast forward to today, and you can do that in Solution Manager now, right? So to see that actually happen and happen systematically to me is just such a cool experience, right? Where SAP now offers, you know, almost fourteen hundred standard KPIs that that a customer can just go literally turn on, right, and start monitoring their systems, right, and not have to put in those manual efforts um, that we've done that we've done in the past is just really something. That I've again, I find a lot of passion in in terms of leveraging technology, right, to enable that insight, right, which I think is is so key, especially again, you know, with Solution Manager. I was I was traveling to Manila a number of years ago, and and on the plane thinking about about SAP and about Solution Manager, and and you know, thought about how would if somebody you know asked me how would I summarize Solution Manager in one word, and it really is insight, right? It really should create insight no matter where you are in the application. Again, if it's process documentation, right? How many, how many functional specs do I have? Or how many technical specs do I have? Or where am I in my development cycle? Um, or from Charm, how many, how many RFCs do I have? How many change documents? What's the status of those? Are they moving through the life cycle appropriately? Or test suite, right? How many test cases do I have? What's the status of those test cases? And again, business process monitoring. I've gone live. You know, how many orders have billed but haven't shipped yet? Or how many invoices do I have outstanding, right? So it really, it really speaks to that core of creating the insight, which I think is is something that's so valuable um, that Solution Manager has to offer. To be honest with you, if SAP ever is in the market for a Solution Manager evangelist, I, I think I know who I would refer them to. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, getting into the SAP ecosystem, uh, in my the first episode I recorded with uh, Ann Largent. Uh, at Unisex, she, we talked about how when she first entered the SAP ecosystem, when I first entered the SAP ecosystem, it was for a little bit kind of like speaking a different language just because it's such a complicated niche ecosystem. What would you say are some of the significant resources that you were able to come across that not only helped you understand SAP solutions at large, but understand the ecosystem altogether? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's so many different resources out there, right? I mean, you know, it's one was just, just really 
tribal knowledge, right? Was was just you know sitting next to people and and learning and talking and exploring. Um, I think having you know having a passion to be a just a lifelong learner, right? That was one area that just was just more more like I said that kind of that tribal knowledge. Um, then there was more of the formal you know trainings there or, or um, you know that you'd go to and and you know I again I remember my first. My first training I went to in in Philadelphia, John Krakowski from SAP, you know, gave it. And again, I just had such a such a you know uh, an appreciation for him. He was he would stand up there and literally talk in OSS notes, right? And which was just which blew my mind. Again, just coming into it, right? Kind of growing up in it, um, you know, wondering how am I ever going to get there, right? Um, because the reality is with SAP is there is no start here, right? You you kind of jump in in the middle. And you learn a little bit to the left and you learn a little bit to the right. And you just, you just start to kind of find your area that you have some expert or or passion about. Right. And, and, but, but as time went on and, you know, again, just to kind of dovetails nicely into, into what you're doing with ASUG is ASUG, right. That was the next big, big thing was to start to build that network within ASUG, right. So going to either local events or participating with online forums or going to conferences. I, I can't tell you, I can't tell you the amount that ASUG has helped my career just in terms of networking alone. Right. Um, you know, I, I often joke, um, you know, it, it's funny. We, um, a, a number of organiza- organizations I've worked at um, have been max attention customers with SAP. Right. So we've had total quality managers and things like that. And, and, you know, if I run into an issue or have a question or need to put a, a, you know, a service together, for example, you know, often I'll go to my TQM and say, Hey, I want Aravind for this service, or I want Aaron for that service. And, and they come back to me, they're like, how do you know all these people right within the SAP organization? And it, but it's through ASUG that that's happened, right? It's not, if, if ASUG wouldn't have existed or, you know, I don't know if I would have ever built those relationships as, I'll say as, as effectively as I have through ASUG, right? So really, I'll all, all, all to ASUG. That is just, you know, as an employee of ASUG, that is just so great to hear. Um, out of curiosity, is there a particular ASUG event or um, anything that you've been a part of that you found to be um, a favorite of yours or something that you found to be giving you the most amount of insights or networking opportunities? I mean, honestly, just Sapphire, right? I think Sapphire has, has been the one. I mean, it's it's. I can't tell you, you know, how many years that I've 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 been, um, you know, in terms of again, really just having that face to face, you know, contact with folks. Um, you know, back in 2017, I was at I was at one of the one of the Sapphire events when, you know, I heard, for example, like the the Influence Council for ASUG was looking for a new chair for Solution Manager, right? So, I, again right place, right time, volunteered. And I've been a, a co-chair of that, of that influence council ever since. Um, you know, so, so again, really deepening that, that network within SAP and, and, and with, with, you know, other peers, colleagues, right. And really what it's grown into is then that ability to influence SAP, right. To really come out with tangible actionable results that that not only benefit me as a user but everyone as a user right in terms of you know having ideas or opportunities within the application and being able to work with product owners and say hey if you only did this 
this would help me so much more here. Right. And, and then to be able to say, yeah, you know what? We never thought about it that way. That's a great idea. We'll have that in the next upgrade. You know what I mean? And to be able to really, to bring that and see that come to market, right. Is to me, is it's just so cool. Um, and again, I think Sapphire was probably been the, the, the biggest venue to be able to do that because again, you know, three or four days together, you know, to be able to sit down and talk through things, talk through, to, through problems um, or opportunities, I should say. Right. Um, the other one that actually, that was a direct um, outcome of, of Sapphire was the solution manager influence. I'm sorry, the, the solution manager education summits um, in North America. Right. Um, I know I worked with, um, with Mark Tier from SAP, Paul Kachina from, from ASUG at the time. Right. Um, we were, we were brainstorming at a, just at an, at a, at a brainstorming event at Sapphire and, you know, we were putting different stickies up on the, on the wall around, you know, either application, you know, I'll say issues or opportunities, you know, but one thing I, I stuck to the wall was, was deep knowledge, right. It was one of the stickies I put up and, and Mark Tier said, well, what do you mean by, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by deep knowledge? I said, well, I said, you know, I see an opportunity here in the U S at least that, you know, we have a good functional understanding of the application, but just the, kind of that next level down, that real deep understanding, right? And and he said, you know, he said, that's interesting you say that because I've been talking to other people about this. And in in Germany, for example, they, they had um, an annual education summit for solution manager, right? And he said, we always were curious and, and tried to figure out why, you know, why there was a, a much deeper adoption, right? And deep, deeper understanding of solution manager in say in Germany than there was in the U S for example. And he said, one thing we narrowed it down to was this education summit. And he said, you know what, by the end of this year, we're going to have that in the U S and he did. Right. So we're talking may, we had that discussion by September, October, they had a full on education summit available in North America for solution manager experts. Right. Which was again, Attributed to ASUG, attributed to Sapphire, right? I don't know if that conversation would have ever happened otherwise. That is so great to hear, Matthew. Thank you so much for the kind words. It just, again, it's encouraging as an employee to hear our members <laughs> derive so much value from what we do every day. Right. Um, I do want to get back to you know your career, specifically your work at WL Gore. When we had first met to sort of talk through what we wanted to talk about in this podcast, you did promise me that you would sort of talk us through uh, your S4 implementation um, but just to sort of set the stage for that, can you tell us a little bit about WL Gore, the customers you all serve, and then your current role there? Yeah, so WL Gore is, is as many different areas that that we we um, that we service, right? Everything from um, aerospace um, all the way through medical, um, through clothing. You know, most people would know us through the brand Gore-Tex, right? Which is the fabrics that we that we make. Um, but really, we've got we've got a, a very deep, um, you know, uh, understanding of, of many different industries. So, um, so yeah. So, Gore's it's it's definitely a great place to work. Um, I've been there just a little over a year, um, and and joined last last February as, as part of the S four implementation. Um, it is a greenfield uh, SAP implementation uh, for Gore, and, and we're we're kind of in the throes of it right now. Right, we're in that you know, the project and, and getting everything um, prepared and ready. We're actually kind of turning the corner to that testing phase, which everybody's getting really excited about, um, you know, but, but really, yeah, it's, it's really, you know, again, looking at how SAP can take Gore to that next level, right. From a, again, 
I always go back to that word insight, right? So, so how can SAP provide insight for information, insight for decision making, um, and and really kind of like I said, taking taking the company to that to that next level, which is which is really cool. Yeah. Are you all um, in the cloud or on prem? Uh, heck, so it's heck managed. So okay. cloud ish, right? I call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is it is managed through you know through through SAP. But but we do have some cloud environment specific um, applications as well. But um, but yeah, so we're, you know, working, working through that too. And why Greenfield? I'm always interested to, you know, to hear from organizations why that was the best, why the implementation strategy they took was the best for not only their organization, but also their, their data and their IT environment. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it, because it, honestly, they were coming off of an, an, an old legacy system that's being retired, right? So it was really, it was really a chance to you know, to kind of um, relieve some of that, I'll call it technical debt, right? And and just kind of start with a clean slate. Um, and the decision was made to go with SAP to do that, right? So um, so that's where that that strategy came from. What's your specific role um, in the implementation, right? right it's now? a big surprise. So solution manager. <laughs> so, uh, so I should have seen um, that one coming. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, I was brought in just to lead that, that team, a uh, very talented team of people, um, on with this for the solution manager initiative perspective. So, um, but what's interesting, you know, in a greenfield, you know, a lot of the times, because here's the reality, right? I'm just going to say it. Solution manager didn't always have the best reputation, right? It wasn't necessarily the, you know, I'll say cutting edge, you know, um, you know, application, you know, that was delivered from SAP. I will tell you, you know, that it has come a long, long way from those earlier versions, right? From the the three ones and even the seven ones, right? Um, it's it's they've they've had a tremendous advancement in terms of, of how it works. So so how that relates to our project, you know, is really leveraging um, the project to start again from zero, right? A lot of times, a solution manager, like when I joined my previous employer, I was at Goodyear for a number of years. You know, they had been on SAP for twenty years, right? So when I joined Goodyear, it was really a to bring solution manager in to start to go back. And redocument things that have been there for a very long time, right? Or to reintroduce change management, or you know, test management, all those things. Where with Gore, it's a great opportunity because we don't have any of those, those that technical debt, if you will, from an SAP perspective, right? Again, it's a clean slate, um, which is great. So we're able to get in at ground zero and not have to go reverse engineer anything, right? We're able to start and do the things that we've always said we've wanted to do, given the chance, you know, we're able to do that at Gore, right? It's a, it's a, like I said, it's a clean slate. We're able to go in with a blank solution manager, right? And really start doing this the right way, which is really, really exciting. So you started, it sounds like you said in February of last year, uh, yep. the, the project, correct? I started at Gore. The project had kicked off a little bit before I got there, but I, yeah, I started at Gore last February. Yep. Great. So obviously, I assume that some of the work you all have been doing is your team's been doing has been remote, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's it's primarily remote, right? For me, anyway, um, you know, um, but yeah, the teams are the teams did start out remote. Um, you know, there's some going back to the office a little bit, uh, right? We're starting to, to phase that in. But but honestly, you know, even when I was at Goodyear, and when I started at Goodyear, we were a global team anyway, right? So um, we had folks in Germany, you know, uh, Latin America, uh, Asia, PAC, North America. Um, so to me, honestly, working 
working, you know, remote is, is just, it's just kind of what it is. Right. And, and even when I joined Gore again, um, you know, I have, I have a team, you know, we have a resource out in, in Phoenix, you know, um, somebody in the, the Maryland area. And then I'm actually in Ohio still, we, we haven't, we haven't moved yet. Right. So, uh, planning to, but just haven't got there. So, um, again, having that, that remote mindset, I think is, um, it's just a way of the future in my mind, right. It's just, it's just kind of how we work. Um, it was interesting, kind of a, a side, a side story when my, when the, like when the pandemic hit, you know, a couple of years ago and the, the kids were sent home, um, you know, to, uh, to do remote learning, I'd often get a, a, an email from their teachers and they would immediately start off apologizing. I'm so sorry. It has to be like this. And I'm sorry, this, you know, this didn't work out or that. And I'm like, look, stop apologizing. This is how I work every day, right? You're teaching them, you're giving them life experience, you know, in fourth and or third and fifth grade, right? I mean, it's, it's not, you know, is it optimal? No, you know, but we've got to be resilient. And this is honestly, it's a, in my mind, it was a great, it was a great life lesson, right? To teach resilience and to also to really see how dad does it every day, right? So, <laughs> um, so it was, it was honestly, it was kind of cool, right? You know, and they're back in school now, which is great and with their friends and everything. But, but again, I, I, I took, I just took a positive out of it. You know what I mean? Every day is take your child to work day. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, I'd love to know, going back to the S4 HANA implementation project you, you all are in the middle of, what would you say is the biggest lesson you learned from the project? And what advice do you have for other IT professionals like yourself, other ASUG members or colleagues you would have seen at Sapphire who are either thinking about starting their S4 journey or are really like on the brink of starting it? Well, that's a great, great question. Um, you know, I think, I think really, um, to me, it's, it's all about the people, right? The technologies in my mind is the easy stuff. I'll, you know, I tell my team a lot, um, you know, really it's connecting with, with people, right? I think if, if you have those relationships, if you build that trust, um, you know, communication of course is so, is so incredibly key. Um, but if, if you really make it about the people, the technology is going to come along with it. Right. I think that's, that's something. And again, you know, being that kind of that lifelong ASUG member, you know, you know, looking back over the years and being able to connect with people, um, at the end of the day, I think that's what drives my success, right. Is to really be able to connect with people. If you have those relationships, like I said, the other stuff really just comes along with it. That's so funny because I would say that that's, Connecting with people is what I would say is the thing that I bring to the table the most too. And I'm on the editorial creative side of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the reality is, is being in IT, we kind of like to not, you know, deal with the people, right? But, um, so I guess, I guess I might be a little bit of an anomaly, but, um, but yeah, I think to me, that's, that's where the magic happens, right? Is, is once you build those relationships and, and really start to trust people and to, you know, to, to kind of set those goals and, and work towards those things. And, you know, again, like I said, the technology is really cool stuff that comes along with it. But like I said, yeah, the, the people's the, the coolest part of it, I think. Well, Matthew, I think I'm going to end it right there. Thank you so much for joining us and for giving us your perspective. I really appreciate it. Awesome, Jim. No, it's my pleasure. Thank you. And that will bring this episode of ASUG Talks to an end. Be sure to join me for our next episode in two weeks. And remember to generously share these compelling conversations with other ASUG members 
your professional community and industry networks. If you would like to share your story on this podcast, please reach out to me, Jim Lichtenwalter, or email the ASUG editorial team at asugnews at asug.com.